This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Thanks to Dana-Farber's foundational work, protein degradation can target cancer-causing proteins and destroy them right inside the cell. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Today on the State of Ukraine, is North Korea selling weapons to Russia? I'm Greg Dixon. The U.S. accuses Russia of supporting its invasion of Ukraine by making weapons deals with North Korea. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield said the Russian defense minister recently went to North Korea to set up arms deals that she called shameful and illegal. Any such arms deals would be a serious violation of resolutions the Security Council adopted unanimously. Russia and North Korea have previously denied similar accusations about weapons. For more on what this means, NPR's Michelle Martin spoke to John Kirby, the spokesman for the White House National Security Council. What kinds of arms is Russia hoping to get from North Korea? Do we know? Well, we know that at the very least they're interested in artillery ammunition particularly, but that we also have information that uh, they're seeking other types of munitions to assist their war in Ukraine. And quite frankly, that they're also looking for the raw material that would go into the components that would go into producing higher grade weapons, uh, you know, the, the kinds of electronic components that you might need to use to build missiles and rockets and that kind of thing. So it's a it's a wide panoply uh, of capabilities that they're that they're seeking, but artillery seems to be the main focus. When you look at what's happening uh, in the east and south of Ukraine right now, it's a gunfight. I mean, it is an artillery duel between the Ukrainians uh, and the Russians predominantly, and so both sides are, are working through their inventories of artillery uh, at a pretty fast clip. You know, this isn't the first time we've heard this. In September of 2022, there were reports then that Russia was purchasing munitions and supplies from North Korea. Do we know whether any equipment from North Korea has already been used on the battlefield in Ukraine? What we know for sure, Michelle, is that the artillery shells, thousands of them, uh, were in fact shipped uh, into Russia from North Korea for use uh, predominantly by the Wagner Group. What's different now is that we're seeing high-level contacts between Russia and North Korea, high level, all the way up to Putin's level uh, and Kim Jong-un's level, and in a more official capacity. What we saw before was you know, arms and ammunition going to Wagner, the private military contractor. Now we're seeing uh, an effort to secure an arms deal between two nation states for use by uh, the Russian military forces. That's what makes this different. Does this tell us something about the state of Russia's military? It certainly does. I mean, it's another example of the degree to which Mr. Putin uh, is becoming desperate to keep his war machine going. Now, I don't want to overstate that. He still has a vast military capability available to him. He still has the advantage of numbers in terms of troops and aircraft and tanks and all that kind of thing. But uh, the war is taking a toll on his defense industrial base. It's taking a toll on his ability to keep his troops armed in the field. Uh, and that's why he's reaching out to countries like Iran for drones and North Korea for artillery ammunition. So it's definitely a sign of desperation, definitely a sign that the war is taking a toll on his ability to keep his troops in the field. So before we let you go, I mean, I'm obvious, I'm assuming that the incentive for North Korea is, you know, food and other commodities. So, the, But the question here is, you know, President Trump met face-to-face with North Korea, the North Korean leader in 2018. I think people will remember that. Does the U.S. currently have any leverage with that country that could discourage North Korea from moving ahead? Well, the leverage we're using right now is exposing this when we see it and we're making it public, getting it out there so that people know what we're seeing and the information that we have, and calling it out at the UN, as Ambassador Lynn Thomas Greenfield did, was really important. 
And of course, we'll continue to work with our UN allies and partners uh, in terms of additional sanctions should they be necessary. There is leverage, economic leverage that can be applied to North Korea, but ultimately, North Korea has got to make the right decision here, which is not to make it easier for Putin to kill innocent Ukrainian people. That is White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. Mr. Kirby, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. We'll see you again soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.